And quite simply, path one, classical upgrade. Path two, mm, kind of an upgrade, but maybe not. Maybe there's some opportunity areas in there, what we call a hybrid. And then lastly, uh, depending upon where you are in your upgrade or where you are in terms of your current product, uh, or even where you want to be with that vision, uh, implementation, re-implementing. Uh, so, and we can talk through those here today just at a high level so that you can kind of understand that. So if you're on 2012 R2 or R3, um, you can really choose one of those three paths. Um, the data and code upgrade, like I said, is really like a classical upgrade where you're just going through and doing uh, a straight upgrade from 2012 R2 or R3 right to um, Dynamics 365. Um, there's typically not as much, you know, there, there's typically no conversions that are occurring with it. Um, it's very rare to see this path. Um, more commonly, just because with customizations, there has to be a full um, change in terms of where that data is stored or how that is done. But there are tools in there if you are more stock, for example, um, that we could go down that path to be able to do a data and code upgrade. Um, and it, the thing here just to note is that if you look at a data and code upgrade, if you have a lot of customizations, there may be a lot of customizations that you would have to refactor then for this as well. And that can also become expensive. Um, so that's why we have these three different options. Now, when we look at the hybrid model, which is much more common, that is where we may have um, a lot of the migration tools that are used then to get to that version, but then we have custom processes that we've created then to, for example, populate custom fields from the data, um, almost like you would do with a brand new implementation, but because we have those base records, um, we just go through and just update or target then updates to specific data sets as an example with it. And that means as well that some of your code in your prior version won't port over because we've identified in the examined code lifecycle um, really what needs to move as part of that particular process. And then finally, there, there's the valid option of re-implementing. And a lot of people, you know, at this point, they're like, well, wait, 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 wait. If I'm going to re-implement, why, why wouldn't I look at other solutions at that point as well? And the efficiency gain that you have by looking at a re-implementation by using the same product um, is pretty substantial. You think about concepts inside of ERP systems or business systems in general nowadays, you dimensions, You've got main accounts, all those concepts, for example, that you have in 2012 R3, they carry over into Dynamics 365. Those same exact concepts, the forms, the views that you have from an end user training perspective, there's a lot less effort that's required to go through that training life cycle compared to a new product. But at the same point, you get the advantage then of having total control in terms of your data and your code. And if it's a very large customized environment, you can actually save a pretty significant amount of money by going through a re-implementation process. So when we look at AX2009 or 2012 R1, for example, or RTM as we would classify it, um, really there's not much of an option. You pretty much have to go through a re-implementation process. Um, with 2012 R2 and R3, obviously we have these options. So like I said, if you're at 2009 or 2012 R1, it doesn't make as much sense as well to upgrade to 2012 R3 and then, uh, or even R2 and then go and upgrade that as well um, as part of the life cycle. Typically, it makes much more sense to go through obviously that, that re-implementation process, but knowing that you've got a lot of advantages in terms of those particular um, uh, efficiencies that you're going to gain with it.